This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi there, everyone. This is Fox News Rup Raj on the December 21st edition of Let It Rip. We're talking about the Israel-Hamas conflict. Palestinian death toll right now standing at 20,000. So what needs to happen for all of this to be resolved, for Israeli hostages to be released, and for this to end? A Muslim scholar and a rabbi actually agree on a few things. We'll take a closer look. Also, Donald Trump off the ballot in Colorado, at least for now, according to the state Supreme Court. How far will this go and will other states follow? Is this politics or is this fair? We're diving in. And with that, let's let it rip. to let it rip with former Democratic State Representative Sherry Gay Dagnago, Washtenaw County Prosecutor Ellie Savitt, attorney and conservative advocate Terry Johnson, and former Republican State Representative Terrence Mikowski, and as always, Fox 2 anchor and attorney Charlie Langton with us as well. Such a big day in the news, a big week in the news. This one, uh, I don't know, it took some people by surprise. Other people said, look, this is politics as we expect it to roll right now. Even the Supreme Court in Colorado getting involved with something, Ellie, will be with you, in which they said anyone who took part in an insurrection should not be on this ballot. How did the Colorado Supreme Court get away with this when there's been no charge against the former president? Well, I don't know if it's a question of how they got away with that or anything that the Colorado Supreme Court did. It's right there in the Constitution. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says anybody who previously took an oath to defend the Constitution and engages in insurrection is disqualified from an office. But did he engage in insurrection? Well, I look, I think if you look at the events of January 6th, and it's important to note that the Colorado uh, Supreme Court decision took place after a multi-day trial with evidence, with witnesses about what happened on January 6th. How can you say it without a conviction? Well, there was a due process, there was a trial as to whether he engaged in insurrection. (laughs) And, and, And not everything needs to be a criminal conviction. If they meant to say, the framers of the 14th Amendment meant to say convicted of the crime of treason or something like that, they would have said that. But remember the historical context here. (laughs) This is about disqualifying former Confederates from holding office under the United States. That doesn't require a criminal conviction, so there's a very hmm. good reason why okay. you don't require so, a criminal So, Ali, I want to come back context. to you in a moment here. Uh, Terry, I'm going to get right to you here. Uh, the language that the Supreme Court used in Colorado right. was essentially somebody who took part in an insurrection, essentially, they're saying, did not protect the Constitution and, in fact, did something to hurt it. But the argument that many Republicans are making is, wait a minute here, there's been no conviction. Is that is that the one that you're sticking with right now? That well, there's, there's no conviction. And, and again, I, I'm sure due process works in Washtenaw County. I know it does because I've tried many cases out there. But where's the due process? Where is, where, you know, if you look at the 14th Amendment, you know, before we get to Section 3, it right. talks about due process, right? 
you are depriving this man of a right at this point to do something. There's been no conviction. He hasn't been arraigned. He hasn't pled not guilty or guilty. There's been no conviction. At this point, we're just saying, yeah, he was in it, so he's so, out of there. Uh, to go to Sherry real quickly here, on the air every day here, obviously, in journalism, we don't just say the person walked into the bank and shot two people. We say police say, or we attribute it or say is accused of or allegedly. In this case, you have a state constitution that, that it basically says, hey, if this guy did A, then he doesn't get to do B. Is that fair? You know, uh, the prosecutor here is, is an expert in law. I, I don't have a law degree or law license, but as a former legislator and as someone who has always stood my ground on due process, I take issue um, with the Colorado Supreme Court and, and, and their actions in this Good. effort because, I mean, Every citizen is entitled to their day in court. Now, Does that mean you're I don't. For I Trump? do. I no. <laughs> don't make me curse. <laughs> that would be a hell no. But the very foundation of our country is built on the integrity of our constitution uh, and the rights and the protections that are afforded to all people. Some crazy. Uh, in this instance, uh, we all saw what happened on Jan January 6th. We saw what happened. I was in Lansing when, you know, the troops came marching in there and, and trying right. to overturn and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and Trump uh, trying to make sure that the uh, uh, Wayne County canvassers. But, uh, Sherry, do you, and I'm hearing you here, but let me ask you this. If you said you're not an attorney, but you're an American, you're a lawmaker, you're someone who's Detroit school board, I mean, you know a lot. You know how things work. Do you think, in your opinion, not a legal opinion, that President Trump incited an insurrection? I, I, that's the whole thing. I think, and I would venture to say I know based on all of the reports, but our country provides an opportunity for a trial, uh, and he has not had that opportunity to be in court and to, to, be, def to, 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 to be defended. We have a Democrat who's telling another Democrat right now, wait a minute here, hold, hold your horses. We but don't we have three know, dissenting right? judges from Colorado well, we do, as well. We do. Ellie, you but, wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if I can, if I can just jump in here on the due process question. He did get a trial. There was a trial in the Colorado trial court. There was experts who no, testified. No, there no. were, there, there no, were no. expert witnesses who testified. There were, law enforcement. You know that wasn't there. there were law enforcement officers who testified. There were members of Congress who testified, and reports were admitted. Were that was specifically that, charged. That was, that was Would a, you have charged him? Hold on. And was he convicted? Hold on. That was a trial. And the lawyers on here know due process does not always mean criminal standards, right? Due process requires a trial before a yeah. new so I'm going to get a conviction. Terrence, hold on. Okay, I've been a lawyer for 35 years. Washington, Washington County, County has I've been a lawmaker. You have to. You have to. Terrence, hold on. 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 Hold on.
governors, give, a, give me a break. Uh, it, smell, it doesn't even pass the smell test. There's no due process. There's no conviction. It's been three years. And he's never been convicted of an insurrection. I would love to, love to see any proof that you have of that. The, 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 the president uh, had hit, invoked his right uh, that he felt his election was stolen from him. That's his right. But Charlie, and now we have the right to freedom of speech. Now we have we have a state Never. Supreme Court that you say is democratic. We right. have a Supreme Court in the highest one in the land with Trump appointees who will now make the decision as to whether or not the Colorado court was correct or not, and should this stand. What does that do for this particular case, Charlie? Well, first of all, the United States Supreme Court doesn't have to take all the cases. The clerk there would know that they don't have to take the case. I don't know if they take this case or not. Oh, absolutely. But if they do take this case, I don't know. I don't think, if I'm Donald Trump, do I really want this court to take this case? Absolutely. Is he that confident? Because look at this. If the highest court in the country affirms the Colorado court for whatever reason, due process was problem. Listen, if it affirms it, I think that an argument could be made that Trump could be off the ballot across the country. No, and that is a risk never. that I would not want to take if I'm Donald Trump. So, we, Trump Jack Smith, so we know Colorado is never going to go for Trump anyway. Just happen. give it away and but, call it a day. But the, prosecutor, the prosecutor, and I'm talking about Jack Smith, has charged Donald Trump with everything. everything. You except, guys gotta get off this charging except, stuff. Why it doesn't Charlie, matter. It's a, You're a lawyer. It, you know it that. It does matter. You don't, right. It doesn't Charlie, matter. It does matter because he, he doesn't have a case. Trump lost the case. What What's case the did he lose? The, it's a civil case. It's, a, it's an insurrection. Some, so, some uh, Charlie, judge Charlie, made a decision. He, he engaged in insurrection. Did, did Donald Trump have on. an opportunity to go to court and say, I didn't do this? You don't think Trump could have testified in that case? Well, I don't know. Did he have an opportunity? But he didn't have the so let me ask you this, Terrence, yes. did Jocelyn Benson get it right in Michigan by saying, look, Trump belongs on the ballot, let the people decide? Absolutely. The Trump, I, I trust the American people. The people uh, choose our president. Uh, we, ha we have a lot of issues going on with our current president. Are we going to take him off the ballot uh, by, by claiming uh, the same such uh, ridiculous notions that he's an insurrectionist by letting illegals in the border or, or, or by, by the uh, dealings going on with, with his family and, and, and being, being a, a crime organization? No, of course not. Let the American people choose the, the, the president they want. I'm a former Democrat, Republican now. Let the people choose. I trust our people. Ellie, have, we weaponized, our, have we weaponized our justice system? And, and I'm going to ask you this because you're a prosecutor, but also yep. because you're a good man. We've known each other for many years. And as someone who literally toes the line down the middle, you look at both these cases on the Biden side and the Trump side, and you can't help but ask the question, is the justice system being weaponized, your Absolutely. opinion? Uh, look, look, I, I do worry about escalation. Here. And I, right. I want to be I want to be entirely honest about that. I do think, though, that what Donald Trump did in terms of trying to stop the certification and the right. peaceful transfer of right. power for an election, that is something that we haven't seen in this country literally since 1860, when the insurrection uh. against whose context the 14th Amendment was ratified occurred when the South seceded because Abraham Lincoln won the presidency. Isn't there so I do worry about escalation. I do worry about people saying that, you know, we're just going to take everything to court now. But I think we also have to recognize that what happened on January 6th and what happened after the 2020 election with Donald Trump refusing to cede power was but a is that, But is that no, a legal question? Is that a legal question or a political question? That's the question. But the Constitution, the Constitution Is it a legal question or a political question? But it's, but it's, the but it's, question but it's, becomes, the question truly comes down to this. 
every tape I saw, Donald Trump, or I'm sorry, this was never put out when he said, go and peacefully Peaceful. protest. Absolutely. Come on now. Come on now. Come on This whole country and was you based on right. peaceful protest. If right. this former president said, go and peacefully protest, what did he do wrong? That, but, that, but that's Nothing. not what he, that was not his intention. How do you know what his intention was? He was invoking violence and riots and stealing. He made it clear. I mean, how do you know his intention? Listen to the secret tapes and hearing him on voicemail. Come on now. To read the Colorado Supreme Court's decision, in which they laid out the factual record that Donald Trump and law enforcement was giving them warnings that people were going to attack the Capitol on January 6th. And Nancy Pelosi did nothing. He knew that. Nancy Pelosi did nothing. But you can't write this injustice by becoming Donald Trump in the Supreme Court. Last question. And that's what Colorado has to our panelists. Finally, at the end of the day, in November of 2024, will it be Joe Biden and Donald Trump or somebody else? Somebody else or those two? Well, I'd say it needs to be somebody else, somebody younger. Okay. Ellie? <laughs> you know, if you ask for my prediction right now, I think it will be Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Terry? I think it will be Donald Trump and Gavin Newsom, along with Governor Whitmer as vice president. She has said she has no interest, but you're saying that, that means that she's that. interested. Okay, Terrence. Donald Trump and Joe Biden, but let's not forget that uh, the Supreme Court in Colorado is taking away every one of those citizens' rights right now. Charlie? They have the right to vote. Joe Biden, Biden and Donald Trump? Right now, Biden. So that's going to be it. No question. Yep. All right. Yep. We got an 81 year old and someone who's above the age of 75, yep. both running for office. Some people like them, some people don't. We have both on this panel, and we thank them for joining us today. Thank you all. And before we go to break, Charlie is taking Let It Rip on the road. Take a listen. Colorado Supreme Court said Donald Trump should not be on the ballot. Was that the right move? No. I don't think he should run at all. Voters should decide. So Colorado got it wrong. Got it. Definitely got it wrong. Doesn't the Constitution say if you engage in an insurrection, you can't it's not, run for office? Is it not a felony or is it not considered? He hasn't been proven guilty or anything. Colorado Supreme Court oh boy. said, <laughs> you already know it. <laughs> Some people say, though, that the voters should decide not the courts. It should be the voters, and there's something wrong with all these voters that are supporting him. I mean, the, the judge could just be biased and not like the person. He should not be on the ballot. But some people say the people should decide, not the courts. Well, That's how I feel. Well. The people should decide. Do you disagree? Yep. Tell her she's Sorry, wrong. I disagree. No. Let the because people decide who they want for yeah. president. Not yeah. the courts, not the politicians, but the people of the United States that they represent. You're mad, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, I mean it. <laughs> Charlie has a way to get answers that nobody else can. Charlie, thanks for that. When we come back, the war between Israel and Hamas showing no signs of stopping as we head into the new year. So what will it take to end the violence? Or is this a forever war? No one hopes for that. But the debate rolls on next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. Back now, Letter Rip, talking about the latest developments in the Israel Hamas war and where things are headed into the new year. I'm joined now by familiar faces Rabbi Asher Lapatin, the Jewish Community Relations Council, AJC Executive Director, also World Peace Association founder, Dr. Mahmoud Al Hadidi, and Fox 2 anchor and attorney Charlie Langton back with us as well. And we thank you, gentlemen, for joining us today. Charlie, always good to be with you. Uh, I wish we didn't have to sit here and talk about this horrific war that we're watching unfold. 7,000 miles away. But here we are, months in. And Rabbi, the last time you were on the show, uh, we didn't say anything about a prediction as to how this could end. Mm -hmm. Do you see an end? And how could it end in your mind? I do see an end because I see the Jewish state, the state of Israel, and the Palestinians getting along. I think these are good people. These are people that can live together. They didn't have someone like Hamas terrorizing them, both sides, both the Palestinians and the Israelis. I think these are people that could love each other and live together. And I know I sound naive, and I know it's, it's hard to imagine it now, but I do believe, I do believe that, that just like two million Arabs live in Israel currently uh, and are be thriving, there are issues, but they're thriving in in the state of Israel, I believe that everyone, ultimately, they'll work together and it's going to be an amazing, amazing place. It's going to lead the world in innovation because Palestinian people are as innovative as the Jewish people. And so I am hopeful, but it's it's a really sad, sad situation. It's, it's a terrible situation in which we can't uh, even bear to talk about the number because so many of them are innocent children and women and men who are 20,000 civilians killed in this terrible war just on the side of Palestine. Uh, Dr. Al-Hadidi, it seems as though often when you see these protests, it's like everybody's talking about one side, their side. When you look at this, you actually see eye to eye with the rabbi here when it comes to the atrocity of this war. Hamas is the, 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 the one with their blood on, blood on their hands, yes? Well, it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. It's, it's very painful to see after 76 days of war that we're still trying to point a finger with the number of atrocities and the murders being committed. Unfortunately, religion has been hijacked in this conflict. And it is so sad to see Prime Minister Netanyahu quoting the Torah with his wicked interpretation, labeling Palestinians and Arabs as Amalekites, you know, or Amalek, justifying killing them, killing their children, women, and eradicating everybody. Rabbi, that's wrong, is it not, for, for anybody to say that? Exactly. It's wrong from a Jewish point of view, and it's wrong to demonize the Palestinians. It's Hamas that are terrorists that need to be fought. But even there, it's wrong to use those kind of biblical terms of Amalek. It's, it's just wrong. And, you know, many, many in our circles are not fans of Netanyahu. We want Hamas to be, you know, uh, taken away from the equation in Gaza, and that'll be better for Palestinians and Israelis. But no, sorry, I'm not a fan of Netanyahu at all. Charlie, how do you see this conflict ending as you've been covering it from a local level, talking to Palestinians and Jewish Americans? Well, it is complicated. I, I think, oh, yeah. I, I don't know where we're going to solve it today. It is. Uh, it is interesting, though, as and correct me if I'm wrong, but Hamas was a duly elected leader in Gaza. They had elections, and the people of Gaza voted in Hamas. That was so, years ago. That was but years still ago. In power today. With no, no re-election, unfortunately. And I started by saying the religion has been hijacked. 
not when you see those protests in the streets supporting the Palestinian innocent children and civilians. True. They're not supporting Hamas. They are supporting life. They're supporting the innocent people's so right to live. Why is it so hard for people to separate this? And I have a hard time when we cover it, seeing people not able to separate when we're talking about a war against Hamas, yet the blood that's been shed here in terms of numbers, the most number of people are innocent Palestinians who've died. You're absolutely right. This uh, desire by the Israeli government, supported by U.S. government, to eliminate Hamas was interpreted as a, as a, a, a open check, open season, go kill Palestinians. And this is very shameful for the international community not to be able to hear the cries of the babies and children being killed. They want Rabbi, you and I have expressed our concern about October 7 and the atrocities committed. But then after that, the, the crimes, the number of dead people is, is astonishing, especially bombing hospitals, bombing bakeries, churches, mosques. Even lately, they, they desecrated the cemetery. This with is the Israeli Yeah, they actually went with tanks over a cemetery, which is very unusual for an army to do that. And but it is Hamas very using dangerous. people as human shields? I mean, Hamas mm -hmm. is planting themselves in hospitals and schools in which they know apartment buildings in which innocent people are, are resting and sleeping. That in itself is just barbaric, isn't that, that, it? That's terrible. That's terrible to do. But unfortunately, that does not justify by choice. The only uh, sin the Palestinian child or woman have committed is that they existed on that land beyond their control. They were born there. God created them there. They didn't choose to be there. They have the right, like every human being, to live with dignity, to live with hope, and, 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 and to enjoy life like everybody you, else. Not, Rabbi, to be, not, not, not to be mm -hmm. categorized as animals. Do you think that, they, that perhaps the national media in particular, the national narrative and dialogue, has gotten it wrong in terms of not memorializing correctly those who have died on the Palestinian side of this conflict? Well, I think that, and that's what Dr. Al-Hadidi and I share very much, this concern for human beings, for every child, for every woman, for every innocent human being. Of Israeli and, or Palestinian. Yes, and, and, and it hurts. I think every Jew that I talk to, everyone that is pro-Israel, feels that, that horror. But the question is, you're fighting an enemy, Hamas, that is hiding behind these people. And how do you do it? And it's very painful. And Israel has to be very careful. And they are. But I certainly think that we have to always worry about every single human being. And I know people who, lawyers who work in the Israeli army, any time there is a bomb that is dropped, they have to get a certification that that is okay, that it's proportional. But it's so painful. It's so terrible. But if, but if it is so disproportional to Palestinians, they're taking the brunt of the force of Israel. Does that, should Israel then maybe back off a little bit? No, I think the worst thing would be for Israel to enable Hamas to stay in control. And I really feel that will be 20,000 lives. Now, a lot of them are Hamas fighters, but innocent lives, God forbid that they should die in vain. This is a war against Hamas, and for the so sake that, of the Palestinians— that, that where we disagree. We agree on a lot of mm -hmm. things. We disagree here. The, 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 the notion that we are fighting Hamas but killing innocent civilians is not, is, is not acceptable. So what's the solution, Dr. Al-Hadidi, in terms of taking care of this militant group 
called by the U.S. government a terrorist group, Hamas, getting rid of them. If this was ISIS, if this was Hezbollah, if this was anybody else, if it was anywhere else, how would you say it should be handled? There, there are rules of war. There are rules of engagement. And there are also uh, religious rules. You know, Rabbi uh, Hillel have, have said that, you know, interpretation of the Talmud don't do unto uh, don't do unto others what you don't want done to you mm -hmm. so so if israel does not want their citizens to be treated in such a way if there's a terrorist hiding amongst a thousand israeli uh, civilians then th then somebody should just come and kill everybody please allow me then if you don't want that scenario and i don't want that i think that's a very uh, ugly injustice to kill so many civilians trying to go after uh, a renegade or a criminal even if you label hamas as mm -hmm. criminals that's not acceptable I we we should we should abide by human rights and uh, international law and, and, and try to, to avoid utilizing those human so shields. Rabbi, and, 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 but I'd like way. to ask a question. We only have so much time left. Uh, the, they've been accused of carpet bombing. They've been accused of essentially taking yes. bombs and bombing apartments and killing so many right. thousands. How do you change that course and make it more effective? And, and my understanding uh, still is that Israel is doing whatever it possibly can to avoid as many casualties. And when you see that when America goes into Fallujah or other wars, it's a lot. The ratio of fighters killed, of terrorists killed two civilians is much higher than we're seeing in this war, actually. But I also think Israel has technology, and um, I've seen even on CNN that they are using, even with what they call dumb bombs, they're attaching technology to try to avoid. It's painful. This is where we, we disagree. We disagree with the... This is where, Rabbi, this is yeah. where we disagree mm -hmm. again, because they're using it as video games. We see the videos attacking a large tower with a thousand people in, and the tower comes down with God knows we, how many people there. We're tight on time. We're going to have time for final uh, thoughts after the break yes. when we come back right after yes. this. Yeah. Stay with us. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Running out of time. Final thoughts, Dr. Al Hadidi. Thank you for hosting us today. What we need is an immediate ceasefire, an immediate end to this senseless war, and and, and targeting civilians when when it's being done as a video game, and the next day they see the the, the victims crying and, and shattered. That has to stop, and we have to look for tomorrow. How are we going to live tomorrow in peace? Peace is an essential part of our life, and we have to pursue that. We have to start now, and it starts by season fire stop thank, the murders thank you dr al hadidi final thoughts we have to see the hostages returned we have to see the end of hamas for the sake of not only israel but palestinians and i agree with dr al hadidi the day after is critical and i hope israel plays a critical role Israel fought this battle. It's the right battle, but Israel should be play a critical role in rebuilding 
uh, Gaza, and finally yes. that people protesting should, pro should think about what's good for Palestinians, not just hatred of Israel or of Jews. It is good to see all of you in this season of so many people celebrating and reflecting in all religions. We wish nothing but the best for Thank both you. groups and everybody else who's watching, wishing Thank you peace you. this holy season. That does it for this edition of Let It Rip. The Let It Rip discussion continues online. Sound off on Facebook, X, formerly Twitter, or fox2detroit.com.